0: Let's have a chat to Terry Henderson who'd be uh, well uh, of uh, fait with what Pam was able to do in racing for females and he now's got one of the best females on I'm Thunderstruck as well. Uh, good morning Terry, how are you? Yeah, I'm well thanks Michael. Uh, just talking about what Pam's been able to do for the, the, uh, the female generation which has now been taken on by Jamie Carr, everyone wants Jamie on their horse and that's what the situation is with I'm Thunderstruck so you've... You've got it locked in for the first ride of the campaign. How confident are you that she'll be able to stick with I'm Thunderstruck throughout the autumn?
1: Well, You're probably asking me how confident I am that I'm Thunderstruck's going to win the oar because that'll that'll determine, I think, uh, what Jamie decides to do for, to a large extent. Uh, look, um, Jamie's in that lovely position where she's got plenty of choice at the moment and uh, you know we'd love her to stay with the horse right through, but we realise that she's very loyal to Zaki as well and Only time will tell us which way she goes.
0: Well, she would have been pretty impressed with that jump out yesterday. Um, What's been the feedback from from Mick as well?
1: Yes, uh, very happy. Um, Look, um, you you don't want to get too carried away because it's early in the prep, but I think the source has come back uh, mentally more mature. Um, Certainly in both these trials, he hasn't had the one-eyed blinker on, and while he just ducked in a little touch after the line, or as he went towards the line yesterday, which would mean we've probably put that blinker on, he's going a lot straighter than he was early in his career. And I think uh, Jamie, because she rode him early in the career and has uh, jumped on him now, uh, she could appreciate that the horse had come a long way in this last couple of years.
0: And it was good to see him more prominent in that troll yesterday. Is that going to be the aim for his races this time? Yes, more?
1: yes it is. Um, there are a couple of races during the spring where we felt that he was too far back. Uh, and as a result, uh, I think he's... Especially over these shorter distances, uh, he's got to take a foot more forward position. But, we're, you know, you're not going to run horses down like uh, to the loo, uh unless you've got a horse within a couple of lengths of him on
0: the turn. Is that why you've made a jockey change uh, from Mark Zara to, to Jamie Carr for this first ride?
1: Yes. Yeah, pre- pre- predominantly... Um, you know, we, we, we did feel that we weren't being forward enough in races and uh, when that happens, you know, you need to look at what you can do to change that and one of them was to make the uh, jockey change.
0: All-Star Mile is obviously the main aim. Is there a, an Australian Cup maybe as well in the back of your mind or further out to the, the two thousand, or are you going to try and keep him at the mile?
1: Uh, the, the All-Star Mile is there and, and obviously that's, uh, that's the first major target and Queen Elizabeth is obviously... Yep. the target for
0: the autumn Is he a horse that you've thought about taking overseas? No, nah. no. Nah.
1: It's pretty hard to justify taking these geldings overseas. Right? It's, um, you know, you're going to come across the best of the best in Hong Kong, and that's really the only place you could go. Uh, you know, taking them to Europe, you're doing it for the the glory, which is lovely, but uh, they don't pay the bills, and and our owners' experience certainly is taken into account. But many of our owners have got the opportunity to race horses at places like Longchamp and Ascot and so on without risking a horse like I'm Thunderstruck to do it.
0: He's a shocker actually being on Thunderstruck home in the Champions uh, on Champions Day. What's his main aim in the autumn?
1: Uh, he'll kick off in the blaming uh, and probably then go straight to the Australian Cup. I know it's a free ticket to the All-Stars with um, a win in the flamey, which I doubt he can do because he's really a 2,000-metre horse. So his he's, he's, um, aim is to go to the Australian Cup and then head on to the Queen Elizabeth
0: after that. Um, you've got a couple of smart ones in New Zealand that we've been keeping an eye on as well that might be headed to the Derby. Um, who do you think's your best three-year-old in New Zealand?
1: Uh, I think on Raw Talent, a horse called Mark Twain, um, He's, um, he's another shocking, amazingly enough, and, uh, he's only won the one race, but he does have that X factor about him. Uh, if it dries out enough, he'll start next Saturday in a 2100 metre race, which I think you would be pretty hard to beat him. Uh, and he's with Roger James, and the other one is a horse starting in the Waikato Giddies on Friday. It was going to be today, but they postponed it two days, uh, and, um. It's full of sincerity, and, and he's another developing stayer with Andrew Forsman.
0: Would they be uh, Sydney-bound as well?
1: It depends what they do in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, sincerity's probably more likely to uh, be a New Zealand derby horse and then go on to Sydney. Uh, Mark Twain, like most of these shockings, will benefit from another year's experience. So he could... If he makes the New Zealand derby we'd probably more look at Queensland with him, simply, you know, to allow the horse to furnish a little more.
0: Got a couple of SMSs coming through here. Uh, Oysters just said, I love backing the OTI horses. They always peak on grand final day. Outside of the obvious, has Terry got a a young horse or an up-and-coming horse we can follow? Uh,
1: Look, there are a few of them. You know, I think Diage Sweet Jr. is has been a quiet achiever. He won the Adelaide Cup, ran second, in the, uh, ran third in the Sydney Cup and then ran a good race. I think that he's sixth in the Melbourne Cup. I think he's certainly a horse to follow. Uh, you know, he's in great shape and he'll kick off uh, in a car line uh we go up the next. Um, probably the horses that you haven't seen yet, um, or you might have seen, uh, you know, only once. Atabascan for John O'Shea in Sydney looks looks quite special. He came out of the Andre yard, and he raced for us in France and uh, he certainly put up a super run up there first up. Uh, and down here, look, uh, we're all in love with little Toragine. Um mm. You know, she won that country championship so well and, you know, she'll kick off in the mannerism uh, and uh, go on to probably Sydney, the queen of the turf. Um, so this there's, uh, there's touch wood, our owners at this stage of the... Um, season are blessed with a, a lot of quality in the camp, so uh, there's probably not one horse I could jump out and say this is the one, Where were you? other, than, other than
0: Thunderstruck. Where were you one 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 this one. morning?
1: I was at Royal Balnaring.
0: Now, there must and, be something uh, <laughs> that's taking you to Balnaring.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, got a, I got a lesson in great Australian horsemanship this morning. We had a CUNI horse in England who quite frankly, was a nutcase uh, when he raced over there. And uh, he was a a ready-to-run horse. He was with a good trainer. Uh, And he had ability, but he was just uncontrollable in the races. And I thought when we decided to bring him to Australia, who we could bring him to that was a real horseman. And uh, we selected Clayton Douglas. Mm. And I explained to Clayton that I wasn't really doing him any favours. But uh, Clayton has worked on this horse with his team for the last, uh, uh, well, three months. Uh, he's had his third trial this morning over a mile, and uh, Blake Shin went down to sit on him, and he won the trial by three lengths, and is now starting to look like the a, a race horse that we thought we bought in the first place. So um, it was just a great lesson in how the quality that we have amongst our young Australian trainers, when you can give them a horse that needed so much attention, and they've been able to.
0: Yeah, he's a superstar, uh, Clayton Douglas. Now, that's all very nice, but you've left out the main ingredient. What's the name of this horse?
1: Well, you mightn't see him for another month because we'll probably give him another trial, but his name is Perinzozo, Okay. Which means, in Italian, I hope he's all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, a couple of quick SMSs. Uh, Elderberry. Uh, good push from yeah. our, um, Sam Friedman on Elderberry before its debut.
1: Yes, and I, I think talking to Anthony was down at the jump out this morning and uh, we'll head off to the... Uh, uh, prelude with uh, with her. Um, she had no, uh, things didn't go her own way at uh, Sandow last week. And so uh, we'll continue the prep with her uh, and hopefully get it to the Blue Diamond.
0: Another listener wants to know what's the latest with Green Fly?
1: Uh, Green Fly, he's in work uh, down at um, Tony Noonan's on the beach. Um, he's one of those horses that we just need to watch his feet. He's, beat. he's uh, a French horse um, that has got quite a few needed that's a little bit of extra treatment uh, a bit like gold trip
0: uh,
1: and uh, as a result of that um, it will uh, uh, just make sure he's right before he comes into full work but he'll be he'll present probably as the track starts to soften up a little bit he'll enjoy the, the softer services
0: good on you Terry appreciate that update so um, no winners in the next couple of days we'll just wait for thunder is that it
1: uh, I think you'll see the uh, run a very good race on on um, Next week, he won last start and won well and had a little hiccup uh, with a footy shoe, which is is over, and uh, he's ready to run a good race on, on Saturday.
0: On Saturday. All right, we'll look forward to that. Good on you, Terry.
1: Thanks, Michael.